Hello everyone. Welcome to the Find Strength Within podcast. This is your host Mohan Krishnan. Always had a question, how do the successful people make it? Mm, how do I get motivated? What are the life hacks to get to the top quickly? Well, I can't guarantee you I can help you with all the above questions. But all I can say is I can try. With this good hope, let's start our episode. Hope you all enjoy it. So, today's guest for the show is Aditya Alango. A quick introduction about Aditya Alango. Aditya is a former international badminton player and currently an entrepreneur from Chennai. Aditya started playing badminton at the age of 10 in 1999. Aditya went on to represent Junior India at the Asian Badminton Championship and the Junior World Badminton Championship. He reached a high world rank of 18 men singles in 2011. during which he has won many medals for india currently aditya coaches and mentors over 150 kids at tejas sports academy chennai we take this opportunity to welcome aditya alango to the show hey thanks uh, very much mohan very glad to be part of your uh, podcast thank you for uh, having me here now it's uh, it's been uh, super cool to see you after such a long time you know connecting over this uh, medium is very exciting thanks again to give you a gist about my podcast uh, the first theme of my podcast is unsung heroes i personally feel aditya is an unsung hero aditya is a perfect example of hard work dedication discipline towards a goal uh, with the theme of unsung heroes we all know that there are people who work extremely hard they've reached a level uh, but their true story is not out aditya is one prime example here he's worked hard probably than any badminton player in the country he's highly skilled extremely talented Uh, he's an example of walking against the odds what we like to know is about aditya's journey how did this badminton madness actually start how did he climb up the ranks uh, in the state nationals and he also was one of the top uh, juniors in india the ups and downs how what he faced the injuries the setbacks his overall mindset so to start off uh, take us through how did this badminton journey start <laughs> Uh, so you are you've been too kind with your inter- interaction and keeping me on a very high pedestal that's <laughs> very true not very lord yeah, so um, yeah, but yes uh, there was a lot of hard work involved a lot of discipline self belief especially uh, uh, coming from tamil nadu uh, where which was not seen as one of the strong states in badminton in india badminton was uh, dominated by uh, states like uh, karnataka andhra Uh, Madhya Pradesh, uh, even Assam. A lot of overage boys used to be playing from Assam, and <laughs> maybe they're still playing, right? Uh, but uh, coming from a state where, uh, in fact, uh, uh, one of the newspaper articles uh, said uh, uh, punching bags from Tamil Nadu. Uh, that's that's how we were looked at uh, back in the uh, late nineties and early two thousands. But of course, uh, uh, players like you know. myself and uh, other friends like priya uh, uh, ashwati merinath who was a player uh, manikandan satyanarayan rao uh, even yourself uh, you know so many of my juniors who came after me changed it uh, and uh, made sure that tamil nadu was not uh, looked at uh, easy punching bags in the first round uh, so of course lot of that uh, development credit goes to uh, my coach rather our coach mr sanjeev sachdeva 
who was the junior national coach from uh, for uh, India, and uh, he developed a mentality of uh, discipline, uh, uh, being the forefront. Uh, uh, he stood as an example. Uh, you know, I still remember uh, Sanjeev sir being on the ground at five forty-five, five fifty every morning, even if it was raining. He'll be sitting there. He'll be walking in the grounds wearing his track suit, and uh, all of us reporting for coaching at six o'clock and then doing physical fitness at Nehru Park, right? So he he was, uh, I think, he was forefront in transforming Tamil Nadu into uh, at least uh, sowing the seeds of uh, what Tamil Nadu would become currently as one of the leading badminton states in uh, in India. I think uh, many of his uh, students are some of the top coaches in the state today. You know, running some very successful academies uh, across Tamil Nadu. I think uh, all this credit, uh, my success, and uh, everything goes to Sanjeev sir uh, for the amazing hard hard work that he put into transforming Tamil Nadu. So it it uh, it has been a great journey. Learned a lot. We all learned a lot from each other. We all motivated each other. Uh, I still uh, remember when you were a very much a junior player, uh, uh, you know, and uh, I used to be we used to be practicing at Towers Club, where uh, most players would uh, complain that they don't have top players, top sparring players, and that is one of the reasons why they did not succeed. It's one of the easiest reasons players used to give. But uh, players like yourself, Manikandan, all of you used to put your heart and soul into. Uh, into training every day, and even the feeding practice that you used to do—that is what helped me become uh, reach the top 80 in the world. It was—it was not a one-man effort. Definitely, it was an ecosystem of the coach, the other players who were there. So I was very lucky to be part of it. Let's start uh, a step back. How did it all start? Right? I think you lived somewhere on the ECR. I was not was in another part of the city. Uh, take us through that struggle time or during school, balancing studies and. Studies and badminton. Then you're climbing up the ranks. Now that you're junior champion, it's day winning all the titles, beating the top senior players in the state. So how did that evolve? Take us through that. So, uh, so I started playing badminton just behind my house. There was an outdoor court, and uh, my family uh, members used to play there, and I used to play around with my cousins. So uh, uh, some of the uh, my uncles used to uh, compliment me on the way I used to play. Uh, so I took I had I took a uh, I think I took those compliments too seriously, and uh, <laughs> and then I, I started uh, <laughs> I started pestering my uh, mom to put me in for badminton coaching somewhere, and uh, luckily somebody suggested uh, Sanjeev sir's coaching camp. This was in May 1999 at Nehru Stadium. Every year we used to have that uh, coaching camp, summer coaching camp. So it was a 15-day coaching camp, uh, which I attended over there. And I still remember uh, there were three groups. Group A was seniors, Group B was the amateur players, and Group C was beginners. And uh, on the first day, they will do an assessment of the Group C players to see who can be moved into Group B. So one of the Coaches, Mr. Gopiraj, Tarun Sarunam, brother. So he identified me, and uh, the other player who was moved into Group B from C was Manikandan. <laughs> so both of us were moved into Group B. So Group B amateur players, uh, uh, group level, both of us were there, and that is how my journey started. Uh, 
and in 1999 there was a district championship uh, held in chennai again in the same nehru stadium there i beat uh, uh, mohammed amir in the finals and the first first tournament that i ever played i i won the district championship so uh, so that uh, of course every win gives you more motivation right and that is when uh, uh, sanjeev sir uh, identified me and he asked uh, me to come in for professional coaching that used to happen at uh, World University Centre, who is staying on you. So, uh, he called me in for professional coaching and uh, I attend, I started attending, uh, attending Monday to Fridays, I used to attend there. Saturday, Sunday, I used to get uh, coached with, uh, with Tarun Sun uh, in Indranagar Club. Indranagar Club supported me a lot during my early days. That is where uh, uh, myself, Paramesh, all of us used to play uh, at Indranagar Club. And, uh, Uh, of course, uh, from there on, uh, you know, 2000, I won the under under uh, under 13 state championship, and 2001 was my uh, uh, under 16, I guess. No, 2001 also I won the state championship under 13. 2002 I was uh, under 16 runner up, and uh, uh, and I started performing well in under 19 as well. So from there on, my progress was uh, pretty swift. Um, uh, initially, my, uh, you know, of course, we had uh, other players like myself, Gaurav Chinappa, Manikandan, all of us were uh, playing together. We also had Jay Niranjan joined. And me and Niranjan used to be training buddies and very close buddies as well. Uh, we, are, we were training partners, always competing with, with each other. Uh, and, uh, you know, and we had a very nice uh, center at World University Center where uh, uh, we had a fitness ground as well as badminton courts close by. So, we used to do our fitness and badminton together. But 2002, all of that changed. Uh, the government took away the World University Center and we didn't have courts to play in. And uh, so, Sanjeev sir luckily arranged for our practice at Ananaga Towers Club. Uh, and uh, uh, our physical fitness used to be at uh, Nehru Park in the morning at 6.15. So, luckily he arranged that for us. Uh, and since by then I had taken my coaching uh, seriously, my day used to be very crazy. My day used to start at 5.30 in the morning. Uh, I used to take a car. Uh, luckily, my uh, parents were able to afford uh, uh, you know, to employ a driver. So, 5.30 I used to start and I used to reach Nehru Park by 6.15. I used to live on East Coast for 20 kilometers. Uh, fitness training, after finishing the fitness, I used to go to school directly. Uh, I used to change uh, change my uh, uh, clothes in the car itself. I used to have my breakfast in the car and go to school. Uh, I, I never used to bathe. <laughs> That's the story of most of us. Yeah. So, go, go to school. And 3.30, when I finished school, again, the car was waiting for me. Uh, 3.30, Musha used to come to Tavas Club at uh, 4.15. Play till about 6.30. Uh, and... Uh, leave at 6.30 and reach home again at 8 o'clock. So, this used to be my schedule every single day and I did it. Um, and, and uh, yeah, of course, uh, that uh, maybe that was the discipline and sacrifice that was ready to make. That helped me uh, climb up the ladder uh, uh, quickly and by the time I was in the last year of under 16, I was meeting some of the men players in the state. Uh, uh, of course, I had, uh, uh, I had represented India also uh, in one of the under-15 exposure tournaments and 
yeah under 16 mudichu then under 19 started and uh, under 19 was a bit of a, uh, you know it was an interesting journey because uh, 2005 6 was when these commonwealth camp camps were started and the uh, sanjeev sir being the national coach and uh, siddarthana being a close friend of gopichand uh, 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 they were all uh, taken away to hyderabad and uh, i was uh, rather we were all left with no coaches in chennai uh, right and uh, but thanks to the discipline that sanjeev sir had instilled within all of us i still remember that four or five of us used to go to nehru park every morning and uh, we used to train there without a coach uh, we used to do 400 meters i still remember myself you niranjan uh, sairam will join us uh, on and off ashwath used to be there uh, ashwath used to be there every day and uh, we all used to do our physical fitness training without a coach we should really applaud us uh, for all those things that we did uh, and uh, uh, then again uh, you know i I got selected for one of the camps, uh, and then from there on, I went on to uh, reach a couple of uh, national finals, a couple of national semi-finals, and then I went on to represent India. So uh, that was pretty much the journey of starting badminton and then going and representing India. You will find that Sanjeev sir has been there in many of those uh, key elements, starting from arranging the training center at uh, Tawas Club, uh, uh, you know, and teaching us that discipline was what i think was very important learn uh, teaching us that you know you don't need a coach to uh, to train you you need uh, you just need to be there and you need to uh, do your work and you need to do your work with uh, with a lot of dedication uh, i think nothing can stop anybody from reaching the heights that they are meant to reach Lot of take me back to all those nostalgic days. Uh, even I remember, like uh, there were times when I'd seen you lie on the court, completely exhausted right? after your trainings, like, completely drained off. You gave your best on the track, and kind okay? of showed how much dedication you also had. You were doing full in when you do the training, right? So that shows the important quality of. All it takes to become a champion. So uh, let's move on to the, the places where you represented India at the World Championships and Asian Championships. And there was a funny story also that Sanjay sir used to tell me that during the match point, the game point is served outside. So just take us through. So yeah, so. Uh, so i got selected for the junior asian badminton championship at malaysia and we had a very fun camp at cochin uh, all my peers used to be guru sagida you uh, arun uh, ashwini punapa nitya so sumit reddy so we were all part of this national camp at uh, at cochin and then we went to malaysia it was uh, <laughs> i would say i was one of the worst performers in, performers in the tournament not sure i think it was i i should today look back and say that i was very indisciplined during the particular tournament and even before in the camps and all uh, uh, looking back at myself i am not very happy with the way i trained 
uh, that totally reflected on my first round exit in that particular tournament and it was pretty pathetic. Uh, but then uh, again I came back and uh, I was selected for the Junior World Championship at Auckland and uh, that was a very different tournament. I was I was playing really well. I had actually recovered from uh, from typhoid just before me. Uh, and then we had an amazing coaching camp that Sanjeev sir had organized at Jalandhar for all of us. Uh, amazing coaching camp to use. And uh, I was at the peak of my, my performance. So, um, in fact, I was beating all the other singles players from India in the coaching camp. And when we actually went to Auckland, uh, I got through the first uh, few rounds. I think I beat England on the one in one of the rounds, uh, I vaguely remember it, and I had reached the round of 32. Round of 32, I was playing against the Indonesian number one, who was the sixth seed in the tournament. And uh, first set, I had no clue to what he was playing, and the day crashed me, literally crashed me in the first game. Uh, the second game, uh, I kind of found my rhythm, I found uh, what I was good at, which is typically my dribbles and my smashes, right? So, I, was, I found my rhythm and I was playing exception. And of course, my fitness as well. Uh, I used to be one of the fitter players from uh, from India. And uh, third set, uh, the score was 19 all. So, 19 all, it was my turn to serve. <laughs> I still think what I should have done better. So, I served... Uh, uh, I, I served flat and it was it went out on the side and I looked back Sanjeev sir was there with his, <laughs> with his hands on his head right <laughs> and uh, uh, so yeah it's, it's a big lesson that uh, I still teach uh, my students take your time and serve doesn't matter what stage of the match you are in you have to uh, take your time and serve is something I still teach them very important lesson I learned uh, maybe a little Late, uh, maybe I should have learned that lesson before the tournament. Uh, yeah, so I was, my performance was the second best performance from India. Saurabh Verma was there. Saurabh Verma reached the three quarter finals. Uh, I reached the round of 32, which was the previous round. It was a very good tournament that I was part of. And uh, yeah, that was my final tournament in junior category. So, moving uh, on, I just wanted to ask more about. The international tournaments, right? Like uh, at that time, uh, there wasn't any Tamil Nadu player who was traveling abroad. There were no sponsors. There were no proper guidance. Like uh, this is how you have to go to a tournament. You have to apply to like, passport. Or, this is how. I, I don't think anybody would have done that time, and it was a very daddy step taken by you. So how was it back then? Right now, a lot of people, you know, they just see tournaments and they want having that. Like, Company like two three people from Bangalore just join and just go play an international tournament. But at that time, was a solo player from Tamil Nadu who used to travel uh, to international tournaments. How was the experience there? Uh, what are the takeaways from that tournament? How did you come and bring it? To, so throw us some light on that, and so that our listeners will know how much it takes uh, to become a champion. Right? So this. Oh, wow. So uh, 7, I typically completed my journey in the junior category and the transition from juniors to seniors is always very tough. You know, you are competing in the open category and uh, and all your other uh, players are more experienced than what 
you are at that point of time and uh, all my peers uh, were getting a lot of exposure trips thanks to funding from government of uh, india and uh, having come from hyderabad as well there was quite a lot of money that was concentrated in hyderabad and my peers were enjoying uh, the, the benefits of course of good performance also uh, in some junior tournaments uh, so i started lagging behind at that point of time and uh, i and there were not many national tournaments also being held uh, the system was very fragmented then tournaments they will announce tournaments and cancel tournaments uh, in a year there will be two uh, national tournaments one will be championship one will be ranking that's all there will no one be any they, there won't be any other tournament i still remember 2011 there was a national ranking on national championship held in bangalore and the next senior rank senior tournament was the 2012 championship at uh, shrinagar in between there were new no senior ranking tournaments so the uh, indian uh, badminton calendar was not very well established so being a, having completed your junior calendar going into the seniors category you don't have any tournaments to participate Uh, but all your peers are continuing to play international tournaments right so uh, so i decided that i will also travel out and uh, start playing some international tournaments and uh, uh, i tried getting some sponsorships for that and uh, at that time badminton was not as popular as what it is today so i still remember when i used to go ask for sponsorship people used to ask yemani uh, all badminton all yaar because badminton na they all knew only ball badminton uh, uh, if it was shuttle badminton you have to say shuttle the shuttle will have uh, only if you say shuttle will have na they will understand you are playing badminton so uh, that was the level at which it was but uh, luckily uh, my parents decided they will fund my journey and uh, so I, i traveled about 10 10 10 tournaments a year uh, and uh, starting from the visas uh, getting a visa to booking the flight tickets to booking uh, uh, you know cheap hotels in the places where i used to travel uh, everything i used to do by myself right and um, i still remember in one of the tournaments the official uh, there was there was any international tournament there always been official hotel where the organizers will provide you the transport from the hotel to the training uh, to the tournament venue they will provide transport but that will be about 100 dollars right i still remember in one of the tournaments i stayed about 2 kilometers away from the official hotel and every day before the match i used to carry my bag and i used to walk 2 kilometers to the official hotel uh, take the official bus go play the tournament come back when i come back my bag will be more heavy because uh, i'll have all wet t-shirts uh, so again walk back the 2 kilometers whereas the official uh, uh, maybe even some of the indian team members who are there many of my peers uh, uh, you know they'll, they'll have everything provided for me but i'll have to do the reasonable to certain things i understand where um, myself and the indian team got uh, the same tournaments so uh, uh, the experience is very different as well because uh, you are not playing on somebody else's money you are playing on your own money so, so how did that uh, mental pressure 
create you affect your performance right because uh, i know all the other players were not in very good but you had to spend your parents money how did that create pressure pressure on your performance how did it happen? a lot man definitely it, it was a lot of pressure just to travel to these very expensive countries you know any country that you travel to is very expensive and uh, when you come back from there with a good performance you always feel good about it obviously if your performance has not been up to standards that you had set yourself uh, then it's uh, it's a very lonely journey back home it's a very lonely journey back home and there's nobody that will understand how you feel around you uh, your parents are not going to understand because of course they are very supportive but uh, a bad performance that not does not reflect very good on their investment that they are making other people who are part of the ecosystem will not understand what you have been through i still remember one of my best tours that i made was to north america i had, I had to play five tournaments together because all five tournaments were kind of close by with each other and i would save a lot of money by doing that by the time i reached the fifth tournament i was so homesick you know five weeks away from home eating outside food traveling alone staying alone being alone it's a very different experience other players i think every player should do that right just go out and start traveling not ex- not necessarily abroad maybe you just travel to few cities in india just go play some open tournaments and come back it's a very different experience that makes you stronger you know that i always say that it's not just about hard work and talent that takes you to win medals it's some of these smaller moments in life which are off put that makes you a stronger individual and that that character that you develop is what translates into medals on court i was lucky that i went through that journey and it really helped me transform as a person uh, management finances and you know putting it, it taught a lot it, it was a life lesson that i learned more than badminton and of course i met some very good coaches who were very supportive of me one of the coaches was mr tom john who is one of the top most coaches from india uh he who kind of uh, developed saina and uh, kashyap during their very early days so i had a stint with him and uh, amazing amazing person amazing coach overall journey of traveling abroad was very nice man. it is was very transformative so uh, so yeah that's uh, that's about traveling abroad and uh, life lessons that it taught me of course i gained some valuable uh, international points that helped me reach the career high world rank of it some of my memorable performances was playing a pre quarter final at chennai grand prix gold tournament i played a quarter final at the hyderabad grand prix then won a few medals in mauritius one in suriname quite a few the medals came but i think it was more about the toughness that it brought to me as a player but unfortunately i could not carry on because i started getting injured very frequently around 2012 i started developing frequent uh, ankle injuries as i said the badminton scene in tamil nadu in india was not very highly developed so it was kind of difficult for me to to pursue it uh, further so that is why i went into the entrepreneur side of life playing badminton uh, for passion and, uh, but all my activities revolved around sports it's a wonderful answer very right? great the international trips uh, things what you face on you by my the kind of shows what kind of a character you are and uh, people outside don't know that how much of hard work how much of those and heartbreaks you have 
from outside what was perceived of uh, aditya is uh, yeah aditya have his parents to support him as well as so this was pretty much the uh, overall outlook that uh, even players from tamil nadu had although they maybe they never came up to me and told me whenever i looked at them and they spoke to me i would i'd be able to sense of kind of judgment they had on me uh, just by being able to spend money you can't win the rule i still remember going for many tournaments where i have lost, i would have lost the third game 2019 because I, I won't have anybody there for me to tell me what is right and what is wrong. You know, kind of a mentor, a coach to be by the side. Whereas my opponent will have somebody. He'll be from the national team. The national coach will be traveling with him. Uh, I'll be all alone. My my coach's chair will always be vacant. Uh, I was lucky that when I traveled for US Open, I had my senior player uh, Arvind Bhat, uh, two-time national champion, was sitting there as my coach. Luckily, he he was there. Uh, I gave a very good performance in that tournament. when i did the us trip for a couple of tournaments uh, tom john used to be my coach so i requested him to come and sit for my matches and he was there but otherwise pretty much uh, it's always just alone and especially when you lose a game 2119 in the third game then you reflect back the kind of things oh my god i spent so much money and i could not take two extra points these are the kind of thoughts that uh, that used to linger in your mind as i said it was a very lonely journey not many people would understand that it's a journey which i took alone it's it was almost like a, a trek to mount everest malli coming from tamil nadu you know i dreamt of representing india at the olympic that's why i i traveled for so many international tournaments i gave myself only 3 years to achieve this goal of mine and uh, looking back at myself in 2012 i was very disappointed and heartbroken that i could not reach that goal of london olympics i had to be 35 in the world to represent uh, india kashyap was 35 and he made it and i was 2011 i was about 80 in the world it was only a matter of 45 rank points but climbing up that 45 rank points is the hardest uh, step even tom john had complimented me that uh, you know i was good enough to be top 35 in the world is what he had said uh, when he interacted with me so, uh, so you know it was a very lonely journey to do all of that but when i look back to 2012 i was very disappointed but today when i look back World 80 does not seem too bad, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. So, when, today, when I follow the Tamil Nadu to some of the players playing, uh, still nobody has yet reached that 80 mark yet. Yeah. So that gives me a kind of uh, sad happiness. I would say I would I won't say I'm happy about that. I would say sad happiness when I see a lot of talented players who are going to. surpass me very soon and they're going to they're going to be right up there amongst the top in the world so i'm very happy for the progress that kunnadu is doing thanks a lot for spending your valuable time listening to our podcast it was indeed pleasure having you here if you like this episode please rate review and subscribe to our podcast find strength within i'm constantly looking out for feedback from my listeners if you'd like to reach out to me You can contact me on my Instagram handle mohanrangthale or shoot out an email to mohanrangthale@gmail.com. So excited to see you back on the next episode. Take care, stay safe, namaste.